a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Counseling On Demand. Here's your own private therapist. Anywhere, anytime. Fred Riley. Hey, what is up? Good to have you on this uh, podcast, uh, yet another podcast, and we're going to get going here right away. Appreciate you listening. And of course, as you listen to this podcast and keep people in mind, please feel free to refer to uh, Counseling On Demand and, and also Riley Counseling on Instagram, where we do quite a bit of work as well. So today we're going to talk about uh, a topic that is not uh, going to go away anytime soon. It's just going to be the same topic in different variants. And uh, I wanted to talk about uh, this topic, the variants, and some of the things we need to watch out for. And so by now, especially if you're a parent, uh, maybe a teacher, anybody that's involved with uh, youth, hopefully, and children, hopefully you've uh, become aware of a couple of these uh, these uh, things that are going on on the internet. If not, if you're not aware, you need to make yourself aware um, for a few reasons. But uh, what we're going to talk about is the, this uh, idea of presenting things like uh, the blue whale, um, the uh, Momo challenge, and uh, sometimes it's called something different. But Momo challenge, I think the blue whale challenge. And then this idea of the Slenderman thing. And I've had uh, cases that I've worked with specifically that uh, maybe I'll refer to. But uh, these things going on on the Internet, what happens is we get, uh, as you may know, if you don't know, we get these uh, pieces of information out there that uh, sometimes people say, oh, they're just fishing for data, for information. We try to minimize that, uh, hey, this is interrupting somebody on YouTube. It's kind of funny. Uh, But what's happening is people, whether it's a robot or not, or whether it's some program that's really built to hurt people or not, joke or not, doesn't matter. What's happening is we're getting these Momo challenges, we're getting the Blue Whale challenges, and that stuff is interrupting uh, very important um, uh, avenues and uh, connections like uh, children's uh, versions of YouTube, so on and so forth. And uh, from the work I've done, you know, uh, like this Momo where this, there's a flash of this, this uh, face that's a little bit awkward and uh, different stories are told about what Momo uh, challenges you to do. Well, I have clients in my office right now that uh, are struggling just to get Momo out of their head. Um, and so the idea is that it's not really a joke. It's not funny. Um, and these things, uh, like the Momo challenge, they're specifically designed for two reasons, and we'll talk about uh, the two ways they're designed and why they're so impactful. But the idea, number one, as a parent, as a principal, as a therapist, anybody that's working with youth, we need to educate ourselves about these challenges. You can go online and look up any of them. As a matter of fact, uh, I ha- I'm going to reference here um, some of the uh, the drivers, some of the, um, what do we call it, tasks, if you will, that are presented through what's called the Momo Challenge. So let me just get to that real fast here. Um, And the idea is these are set up to briefly get into the mind of children under the um, the silence or the um, the safety, if you will, uh, of a device where where 
we are not aware that they're accessing these things, where um, we're used to our kids looking at videos, so on and so forth, and just in a matter of seconds, something pops up. And we're going to talk about the importance of why that pop-up has so much influence on the other side of this podcast. But part of it is that the design is to uh, create tasks, okay, where Momo or the Blue Whale task these are tasks that are, are that uh, children are asked to do to kind of show maybe their loyalty to some group out there to kind of kick it, to become part of something. We'd like to be part of a group, right? And so like some of the things we'll read about in this Blue Whale uh, Challenge, uh, these are things that are ways of showing that you're dedicated to this idea of these tasks. And these tasks pro- progressively introduce ideas to you of self-arm, so on and so forth. And so we'll read over those, but the idea is it feeds into this group think where, hey, other kids are doing it. I can do it in the, the privacy of uh, my room, this, that, and the other. I get to feel like I can fit in. And some of them are actually fear-based too, like Momo, where something there's threats that if certain things aren't carried out, then Momo is going to get them that type of thing. Now the thing is, is adults, and this is let's talk about this actually first. These are designed the Momo Challenge, Slenderman, and so forth. They're designed really well as completely unbelievable to us, and that's important. As adults, we're able to reason. We're able to say, okay, um, there's no sense in that. That's that's goofy. You know, nobody would do that. So there's a gap that's created right between us and our children because the Momo Challenge and so forth is created in a way for us to dismiss it, for us to disempower it as if there's really no power to it. Anybody in their right mind uh, would just wave that off. They wouldn't worry about it. And so what that does is it isolates our children because they think quite a bit differently than we do. And so we look at these things. Our kids come to us and they say to us, there's this Momo Challenge and it was weird, this, that, and the other. And we are quite comfortable with that. We're saying, okay, they see that as weird, so on and so forth, so we don't hold on and pay attention. But what they're saying is something in this challenge, something in this image, like the Momo image, has captivated me. It's it's created a curiosity, and I'm coming to tell you that it's causing me to feel some things that are bothersome. We don't see it that way. So when they come and verbalize it, these programs are built in such a way that uh, it gets to the kids, and, and we'll talk about that, but it also creates that separation where we're assuming that they are thinking intellectually and reasoning, reasoning in a way that, that we do. So it gives that isolation, and now those kids, they're doing things uh, out of group culture, out of, uh, out of fear, and so on and so forth, right below uh, you know, our radar without us knowing it because we're pretty certain our kids won't do that. How many? How often have you thought that, uh, you know, um, your kids won't do that, other kids will do it, but your kids won't do that? We think that all the time. And that's part of what the Momo Challenge and Slenderman and stuff, those are built in such a way for adults to get complacent and say, you know, my child's not that dumb. Uh, they know that Momo, that's stupid. So if I think it's stupid, they're going to think it's stupid too. And again, that creates this pocket, this space, this isolation, um, because for whatever reason, we think we're invincible and we leave our child uh, or children subject to the influence of some of those challenges. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about some of the specifics of these challenges and a little bit more about the psychology behind it that we need to be mindful of so that uh, we are more careful, we're more aware, and we're there for our kids and we're able to talk to them about alternatives. We're able to talk through things um, in a way that they're not isolated and left uh, vulnerable to these programs. We'll be back with a little bit more on that in just a minute. 
Welcome back to Counseling on Demand. Thank you, as always, for listening to today's podcast. Today's podcast is uh, an important one. Of course, uh, obviously, I'm going to think they're all important. But uh, we're hitting a, a place in time where uh, we've got uh, these uh, Momo challenges and so forth. And uh, they're just getting started. There's just going to be new ways. It's kind of like uh, years ago when the viruses, the malware and so forth kicked in. The idea is they didn't go away. Uh, there's just new ways they're trying to uh, get the, the malware and so forth into the computer systems. Well, Momo and Blue Whale and stuff, those are viruses. And they're just going to keep trying to find ways to get these messages into your computer systems, uh, your your brain, the brain of uh, children and siblings and so on and so forth, and this stuff is real. It's it's built in a way where we would we dismiss it. We say that's goofy, so on and so forth. Uh, but our kids take it very seriously. So let's look at the Momo challenge for a second as an example. Uh, one of the things that is going on with the Momo challenge is the brain uh, has an idea of what is normal, and the way Momo is built, the way that the smile is built on these images, the eyes bulging, so on and so forth. Uh, the brain is drawn to difference. It's drawn to novelty. It's drawn to, by curiosity, it's drawn to things that are close enough to uh, what our brain says it's supposed to be, but are off just a little bit. So that Momo challenge is built specifically to draw attention. Okay, we're going through file after file, image after image of on YouTube, Instagram, or whatever. The brain is going to stop when it sees this image of something that looks somewhat close to normal but some went off, and that curiosity is going to kick in. And what that does is that, first of all, it piques our curiosity. Second of all, it creates in our mind this sense of novelty, but also curiosity and suspicion, so on and so forth. We want to know what's going on. We're intrigued by what's going on with someone that looks like that. We're trying to understand it. We do not like the difference that we see, and so we seek to understand. Our mind needs to know, okay, why does somebody... what? What's going on with that person that looks just a little bit different? So it's not just a goofy picture. It's a picture that's created by design. There's an article in Popular Mechanics that talks a little bit about that and in another art, another magazine as well. That is built specifically to draw the attention of the children, create curiosity in, okay, what kind of ways does this, this individual think that has a face like that? And some of those challenges get more specific in terms of passing an image on like that as well. So that's another thing that's going on. Uh, we look at it and say we have no interest really in an image like that, and it's built uh, to to uh, pull on that curiosity, and the kids get kind of sucked in to questions and uh, challenges like this. So here's an example of uh, Blue Whale, and the idea is there's uh, 50 challenges, and listen to these challenges. They're, they're, they're interesting but scary at the same time. Uh, carve a specific phrase on your own hand or arm, okay? So right now, my daughters, your, your daughters, your children— Okay, um, it's everywhere. Talk about suicide, um, kids practicing with their racers and different things, these ideas of self-harm, but it's not really self-harm. And what they're doing is they're saying, okay, hey, try carving this. And it's going to be something that's not very powerful or that scary or whatever. So it's desensitizing them to this idea of doing harmful things. Wake up at 4.20 a.m. Love the 4.20. I wonder what that reference is, right? Wake up at 4.20 a.m. and watch a scary movie. Okay, so what they're doing is they're saying practice dysregulation. 
practice putting yourself in a position where you're going to do something that's again harmful to your body, but it's subtle, right? Because you're not going to you're going to wake up early. That's also a challenge that looks for how devoted, how engaged is this person? If you're engaged, you're going to do something you're not supposed to do and something that's harmful. So wake up and watch something scary at 4:20 a.m. Uh, make lengthwise cuts on the person's arm or your arm. That is a very specific thing. There's a lot of issues with self-harm and cutting, but that's a very direct um, way to train somebody how to harm themselves potentially in a lethal way. That's just four of them that I've talked about so far in that order out of 50. Okay, draw a whale on a piece of paper. Why would that be something that we need to worry about? Draw a whale on a piece of paper. Well, this is something that kind of inoculates things. It could also be in the world of uh, of testing and so forth. It could be what we call um, uh, confederate. The idea is we're going to loosen this up by saying we're not asking you to do things that are wrong or difficult or scary. Look, we're just asking you to draw a whale on a piece of paper. So as a parent, you can have a child writing, drawing a whale on a piece of paper, and that's going to push you away, right? Because the idea is, okay, you know what? Why am, I, why am I on my child's case about drawing on a piece of paper? A child can look you right in the eyes and say, I'm just drawing a whale. What's wrong with that? Do you see all the, uh, the barriers, the isolation that's building in? Okay, so the idea is whether, and there's a lot more of this, but whether a child... Uh, hurts themselves or somebody else doesn't really matter. Um, it, it, it may happen, but that's not the ultimate result. As I'm reading these, these steps or these tasks are the building blocks for creating curiosity in hurtful, harmful things. They are creating the building blocks for children setting barriers between themselves and their parents, right? The innocence of the thoughts they have, minimizing, I'm just trying to do this. Okay, so these are all like command lines, if you will, firmware that says, okay, we're going we're gonna to test your dedication. All the other kids are doing this, by the way, right? Um, we're going to get you to uh, test how far you're going to go. We're going to bring some innocence in it. And so they're creating this very specific divide between yourself and the children, not just with, you know, because of parent thinking versus their thinking, but also really strategically working on creating that gap. Uh, let's read a couple more just before we wrap up. Um, there's a secret task code. So there's a written code and there's a task that you're going to be sent out to carry out based on deciphering that code. So now we're talking about covert behavior. We're talking about allegiance to something and keeping a secret and you're rewarded for it. Or you're going to be punished for not doing it by whatever threat is involved with certain uh, strings of this blue whale. And then let's look at one more real quick. Uh, Let's go with, uh, okay, this is a scary one. One of the tasks is to overcome a fear. And all these tasks are building up to overcome the fear of hurting yourself, so on and so forth. But what they're doing is they're saying, you know, in order to not get hurt or in order to be part of this blue whale club, you need to overcome a fear. In other words, what they're saying is fear is bad. And so if you overcome a fear, then we'll get you to a place where there's other things that you're willing to do. Now, is this innocent? Absolutely not. The problem with it, in addition to it's not innocent, is there's a subset of kids, and if you think it's not yours, that's not true, but I've worked with them. There's been some public uh, cases as well. There are kids that really ingest this stuff, and because of the ways, things that are going on in the structure of their family, things that are going on, divorce, so on and so forth, um, 
they're gonna these things are gonna appeal to them. These are designed for kids to feel included. These are designed to help kids feel like they're loyal to something. These are designed to put thoughts in children's heads that have thoughts of suicide, so on and so forth. You know, if you ever thought about, uh, you might have a child that's thought about cutting, and here they're telling you how to do it. They're telling you how to do it in secret, and they're normalizing it. So that's just a little bit of, uh, I've just shared a little bit of the concern of what's tied into uh, Momo and Slenderman. We didn't even get to Slenderman today. Um, and this idea of blue whale. And the idea is media and so forth comes back and says, hey, that's not such a big deal. It's just a way to get data. Uh, I'm here to tell you, I, in my office, I say people that are affected by this. Pay attention to what your kids are doing. Uh, be involved. Don't be like this overseeing vulture, but be involved. Um, if your gut says, hey, check in on something, check in on it. Always trust your gut. Be there for your children or somebody else will, like these folks that build the blue whale, so on and so forth. Be there for your children or somebody else will. And remember, you get to choose who's in your life. I am Fred Riley. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can find me on gettingbacktolife.com.